Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Podcast, hosted by myself, Ami Kamal, and Jay Park. And Jay, we finally have the playoffs about to start. And this is going to be a very interesting playoff season, especially with the second annual play-in tournament pretty much wrapping up. But let's start off with the Eastern Conference. And the first matchup with the Philadelphia 76ers against the eighth seed, the Washington Wizards, who just qualified from that play-in tournament. This is going to be a very interesting matchup, man, especially with Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal facing the process as to what Joel Embiid called it. Who do you have in this this matchup? I'm going to go with, obviously, the Philadelphia 76ers. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a sweep for the Philadelphia 76ers. I would be impressed if the Wizards are able to grab one, maybe two games max. But Philly's just, they're just too good in comparison to the Wizards team. I mean, you got Embiid, you got Simmons, you got Tobias Harris, you got Doc Rivers leading the coaching staff. They're going to have home court advantage. They just have really great offense, really great defense. Overall, they had, you know, somewhat of a decent momentum heading into the playoffs. Best record in the East for a reason. I think it's a no-brainer. I think that the if there's one team that could potentially not get swept, I think that, that's the Washington Wizards. When you have a player like Russell Westbrook on that on that backcourt alongside a Bradley Beal, I just don't think they're going to get swept, man. I think this could potentially be very tough for the 76ers. I'm not saying it's going to be a game five or a game four, but I think it's it's going to it's going to be a very long series, man. I, I just don't see a sweep happening. But if I were to choose a number, either game five or game six, I'd go with six games. But let's move on to the second seed, the Brooklyn Nets facing the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics also qualified by beating the Washington Wizards in the playing tournament. Who do you have for, for this matchup? Nets all day. Nets all day. Gonna it was, be more, it was more like a rhetorical question. We, we know the answer to this one. <laughs> we already know because I got to say, man, Jason Tatum and you know what, whatever version of Kemba Walker that we're going to get, I don't know. That's clearly not going to be enough because, you know what, Jason Tatum and Kemba, whatever version of Kemba that we're going to see game in and game out, are we really going to say that's going to be uh, imposing a problem against the likes of KD, Kyrie, James Harden? Nah, come on. And Brooklyn's at home and Brooklyn's thirsty for playoff success. They already just want to pack pack their bigs for the next round. So, you know what, they're going to try to make this an uh, easy 4-0 sweep and just get their rest in, get some practices in so that they could get ready for the next round. So a few episodes ago, we had the playing tournament predictions and and we both counted the Boston Celtics out. We both <laughs> counted the Boston Celtics out. We thought that the Celtics would not be consistent, especially with the injury of uh, Jalen Brown. But we did not account for Jason Tatum, especially after he dropped 50 on the Washington Wizards and really kept them in their place. So it just goes to show you that when you have a player like Jason Tatum on that court, he could be just as dangerous as a player like like Kevin Durant. And the one disadvantage that the Brooklyn Nets has is that they have not been having a like a consistent run with their three superstars. So that's going to be a very huge disadvantage. It's going to be very tough, man. But if I have a player like Jason Tatum leading my front court, I think that I'll lose to Brooklyn Nets in six games. Wow. Okay. I think it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be very deep and very tough for the Brooklyn Nets. And they just Boston just has so much depth. I know it sounds like a hypocrite just because just because we counted them out like just a few episodes ago, but <laughs> I think it's gonna be very tough for the Brooklyn and I don't see a sweep happening here. This is going either five or six games, but I'm gonna stick to six games. Uh, so I'm sorry, so next... 
I, yeah, I just have to ask one question. So you're saying that when you have a player like Jason Tatum, that he's kind of like, you know, someone like a KD. So in next year's fantasy draft, if you have KD on the board and you got Jason Tatum on the board, who are you? Well, I only, I only put them together in the same sentence because KD right now is not, quote unquote, the old KD, right? Who are you going to take next year if, if, if you had the pick and both KD and Jason Tatum was on the board? <laughs> I'll answer that question at the end of the, at the, end of the season. <laughs> but I do feel like they're, they're up there together in terms of production-wise. Obviously, KD is right. more consistent, but but you know damn well if I had the fantasy draft right now on my phone and I had to choose, you know I'll go with KD. You know I'll go with KD. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just tough to answer, man. It's, it's hard to answer, especially after seeing him drop drop fifty the other night. So I'm I'm stuck in the heat of the moment right now. But right. for the next matchup, we have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. This is gonna pretty much gonna be a, a rematch of last season's Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. My goodness, man, who do you have in this matchup? Giannis versus Jimmy Butler. You know what? I'm going with Miami. I'm going with Miami Heat to pull an upset against the Milwaukee Bucks. Again. I'm Again. Because I'm going to say, somehow, some way, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Eric Spostra, the three of them are going to game plan and are going to execute the game plan and figure out a way how to stop Giannis, how to make sure that other guys are not going to be too huge of an offensive threat to potentially – make Miami lose this series. They know how to play them because they just played them last year in the playoffs. And what happened? Milwaukee, you got ousted in five games. 4-1 Miami. I don't know All if right. it's going to go. Listen, um, let, let, let me take the lead with this one right now because you said what, 4-1 Miami? It was 4-1 Miami last year. And what about this year? I don't know because we, we're, we haven't seen them in the playoffs. But you know what? I'm just going to go with Miami. So I'm gonna say Miami wins this, and Giannis is gonna. Uh, I would say it's gonna go the distance. I say it goes at least six, probably seven. All right. So last year was one thing, NBA bubble, different circumstances. I'm not tossing no excuses, but this year is different. Not only is it different in terms of not playing in the bubble, but it's also different in terms of the additions to the Milwaukee Bucks, the addition of Drew Holiday, a top defensive, one of the elite top defensive guards within this league. Pairing him up with Giannis Antetokounmpo, man, I think that's going to make a huge, huge difference. Now, I'm going to toss you another name here that might make you laugh, but P.J. Tucker. You could toss him in off the bench, and he's going to give a hard time to Bam Adebayo, as well as Jimmy Butler, just as a, an additional body that's just going to act, act as a pest for the Miami Heat. And I'm just saying, man, with the addition of those two players for the Milwaukee Bucks that are going to help them defensively and offensively for uh, Drew Holiday, I got to go with Milwaukee in this one. There's not going to be an upset, an upset like last season. I think that Milwaukee is going to take this one in six. So it's going to be a, a revenge to to what happened last year uh, in the bubble. But let's move on to the next matchup, the New York Knicks against the Atlanta Hawks. The New York Knicks finally made it to the playoffs. And I read an article the other day, or it was actually an official report that the Madison Square Garden has managed to sold, sell out pretty much the first two games. And there's going to be 15,000 in attendance. So just the fact, based off the fact that the New York Knicks has home court advantage, they're gonna have fifteen thousand insane New Yorkers in the stands. I'm going New York, New York in five. Who do you have in this one? I don't know how many games, but New York's gonna win. I don't think New York is gonna lose to the uh, the Atlanta Hawks, especially what feels like an, a long time overdue return of the New York Knicks organization into the NBA playoffs. So Drew Randall being serenaded by the Knicks fans. With chance of MVP, I don't think he's going to let him down. 
I don't think he, they're going to get ousted, with, especially with home court advantage in the first round. So I say Randall, D. Rose, Tibbs, they'll figure out a way to get the job done and advance to the next round. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference first round. The Los Angeles Lakers, who managed to qualify from their first playing tournament, they're facing the second seed, overall seed, the Phoenix Suns, who haven't seen the playoffs in over a decade. Who do you have in this matchup? I really want the Phoenix Suns to slap the Lakers, but I just can't, for some reason, just can't go against LeBron and AD losing in the first round because that would be so devastating for both of their legacies, especially being the defending champs. Now, I don't want to hear all this, oh, well, no, they're not 100%, this and that, this and that, no, no, no. Everybody had to deal with a lot this year. Everybody. So, look, right now, you have all your guys. I don't know if they're 100% or not, but the fact is you have all your guys available to play. So, make it happen. I want to hear about uh, no excuses. I think the Lakers will squeeze by the Suns, even though my personal preference is the Suns to win. But I think Lakers will close it out within six games. Oh, that's a very tough decision, man. I don't want to say something wild and say that the Phoenix Suns gonna is going to actually beat the defending champions <laughs> in the first round. But I got to go with the Lakers in this one. But it's going to be very, very tough, especially the Lakers being on the road. I'm going with the Los Angeles Lakers in this one, and it's going to be very tough. So I'm going LA Lakers in seven. It's going to go wow. down to absolute wire. Now, okay. I don't want to bet against LeBron either, but you got to take into account the sprained ankle that he had. So anything could happen. If he manages, like, somehow just gets injured, I'm going to say Phoenix is going to overtake that. But LeBron has to try to be in the best shape as possible. And uh, we've seen in the in playing tournament, he had a, a triple-double just off of minimum effort and that, that lucky 40-footer. So that's a good look for the Lakers. But let's move on to the next matchup, the Denver Nuggets against the Portland Trailblazers. Who do you have in this one? This one's tough. This one's really tough. I really want to see Denver advance, but I think Dame and CJ and Nurk with Norm Powell and Carmelo helping their cause, I think they'll figure a way to uh, get this, get the job done and make it into the next round. As much as I would love to see Yoke do his thing, MPJ do his thing, I just think that right now Portland has more weapons to just outdo the Denver Nuggets in their own game. And It'll be tragic for me to see the Nuggets go home in the first round. But had they had the services of Jamal Murray, this would be a different prediction. But without him, I would think it's just going to be too much for Jokic. So I say Portland, Portland in six. All right. So the Denver Nuggets made it to the Western Conference Finals last season. Jamal Murray had a great, great playoff run with the Denver Nuggets and pairing up with uh, Nikola Jokic. But just with this series alone, man, and just considering that Jamal Murray is not playing. I got to go with Portland Trailblazers in this one. I don't want to bet against Dame, but assuming that Jamal Murray was healthy, I'd go with Denver. But right now, I'm going to go with the Portland Trailblazers, and I say Portland in five. Let's go on to the next matchup, the Los Angeles Clippers against the Dallas Mavericks. So this is pretty much a rematch of what happened last season in the playoffs, and the Clippers took that in, in six games. But the only difference is then is that Porzingis had injury, and he, he pretty much was in and out throughout that whole playoff series. And this season, he's a lot more healthier. But who do you have with this one compared to last season? I think it would be the same outcome. I would say Clippers in six. I was going to say... So you're saying Przingis is not going to make a difference? I'm only saying this because I don't think the Clippers purposely tanked their last couple of games 
to avoid the Lakers as, you know, as late as possible in the playoffs to lose in the first round to a team that they they defeated last year. I don't think Kawhi is about that. I don't think PG is about that. I don't think Tyron Lue is about that. Tyron Lue has a lot to prove. And more importantly, Paul George has a lot to prove. Everybody knows of what Paul George did last year and how, how much of a flop he was. I don't think that he wants to get ousted in the first round against a lesser team. So, yes, Dallas, they're going to be a threat to whoever they were going to play. But to the Clippers, no way would they lose to Luka and Chris Stapps. I just don't see that happening. I personally think that the Los Angeles Clippers screwed up in the fact that they decided to, quote-unquote, purposely tank to face the Lakers later in the playoffs. But if I was the Clippers, I'd want to face the Lakers right now, especially with LeBron James still dealing with that sprained ankle. I think right now I'd rather face the Lakers right now rather than later. But with that being said, I think that the return of Porzingis and assuming that he's a lot more healthier than he was last season, I think this is going to go down the freaking wire, especially with Luka Doncic on that court, man. It's going to be it's going to be very tough for the Clippers to win this easily. But I'm going with the Los Angeles Clippers in seven. And hey, man, it's going to be it's going to be tough. So there's not going to be any freebies. The Clippers really have to really have to earn this one, in my opinion. But with the final matchup, we have the Utah Jazz against the potential winner of the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. So we're recording this during the final game. But I know that we're both assuming that the Golden State Warriors are going to come notorious within within this series. But assuming that the Warriors win it, who do you have Warriors against Utah? Got to go with Utah. It'd be such a devastating loss for the Utah Jazz organization and their fans if Utah goes home in the first round to the eighth seed, even though they had the best record in the league. So, I mean, obviously there's question marks regarding Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley, but that can't be, you know, enough reason for them to just get ousted in the first round. I mean, their team is too deep and they have systems in place both defensively and offensively to keep them intact, regardless, you know, if they're missing the the all-star services of Donovan Mitchell and the starting point guard caliber play of Mike Conley. So I would say Jazz would advance and I'm going to go as far as, as to saying, regardless if it's Memphis or Golden State, Utah's going to win. Obviously got to go with Utah, but it's going to be very tough, man. And it's now that we've had our previews of the first round, just give me your a quick rundown of who do you think is going to win it overall. I would say for me, my prediction is that in the NBA Finals, it'll feature one team from L.A. and one team from New York. And that's going to be... Oh, so the, the Knicks Lakers. got a chance. The Knicks got a chance. They got no chance. They got we, We're going to have the Lakers against the Nets, because that's what the league wants. That's what everyone wants. That would be one legendary heck of a NBA Finals to tell for generations. And we already because, know that's going to be the next uh, Christmas game as well for next season. For sure. So as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, that's my prediction that Lakers, Brooklyn Nets in the finals, and I'm going to take Brooklyn Nets all day. Nets all day. And I'm going to tell you this. Brooklyn Oh, man, you have so many players on that team, so many superstars on that team that want to beat LeBron and put him in his place. So I'm telling you this right now. KD is never losing to LeBron again in the NBA Finals if they ever match up again. He only lost once when he was a baby in OKC. But every time else that he's met them in the NBA Finals, he's won. And he's usually done something special in one of the games in the NBA Finals in LeBron's house. So I would say look look for no different. Nets. Beat the Lakers in five. Let's beat the Lakers in five. That's my 
overall NBA Finals prediction. Bold prediction for right now. Even though it's not so bold because everybody thinks that the Nets are going to win anyways. I agree. I think everybody believes that the Nets is going to win, and I personally believe that as well. But I think that the if the Los Angeles Lakers had a potential better record, because right now I don't have them going to the finals, uh, just based off the fact that they're seventh and their road wow. is going to be a lot. Their road is going to be a lot tougher, uh, just getting to the finals. But you you can blame the injuries. AD and LeBron were out for pretty much over a month. It's just going to make their road a lot tougher, and they could potentially face the Clippers uh, sooner than they thought, and they could potentially face a Utah. And Utah is going to be very tough, a tough matchup for the Lakers. But overall, assuming whether it's Utah in the finals or Phoenix in the finals. If they're facing those three-headed monsters in Brooklyn, it's a wrap. You know it. I know it. The whole league knows it. We got to go with Brooklyn with that one. But that's all for today's episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. And we're looking forward for the first round matchup starting tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Catch you in the next one. Catch you guys next time.